Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. That look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds an every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> Welcome back, puny mortal, to the Charger Chats. I'm your fat and depressed co-host, <laughs> Wooldog, sitting with my buddies. Kev Huggin of Duggan. Oh my god. I love it. Your costume's fantastic. <laughs> and let's not forget Kyle, the coacheth of Duggins. What's up, Thor? Oh boy, folks. Uh well yikes, yikes indeed. All around. It was uh we really thought we that was no, it wasn't one fun. <laughs> <laughs> first, no drive, first couple drives were fun. We got shit moving, but that I know. just didn't go well at all in that second half at all. That was uh that was a promising start and a disappointing finish. Um and it was almost even worse too because that like the Palmer catch at the end was like sick. Like where was that those two quarters? Like damn it, that was awesome. Like he showed yeah. up real quick there and then we just didn't, you know. Clearly the NFL doesn't want you to be able to make onside kicks anymore, so that's great. <laughs> yeah. They need to go to that rule. Did they experiment with a rule like you get it fourth and 15 at your own 30 as opposed or like or you do the onside kick? Yeah, it's like that's the college what they rule. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Or the rock, paper, go, scissors, something fucking else. Something that's just different. Yeah. <laughs> the onside kick is just stupid. You know you're not gonna get it. 
Right. Yeah. It's uh it I mean honestly it looked good there for a hot second with that high bounce, but then obviously it didn't uh didn't go yeah. the right way. Um yeah. yeah, folks, uh this last game against uh the New England Patriots was really hopeful after coming out of a bye and after that really disappointing game against uh Baltimore. We really hoped that uh, this was a team that could really put it together and just change the course of direction, get everything back on track, especially signing Dustin Hopkins, signing Andre Roberts. It was like, okay, we're we're fixing issues. We're getting things back where they need to be. And boy, it just didn't, it, there, there was just, I don't know what was going on, man. Herbert didn't look right. Receivers didn't look right. Uh, Justin Jackson came to play. Jeez, where's he been this whole time? Like, and then that he got big, hurt. And then he got hurt. He probably yeah, got hurt. Yeah. He got his 80 um, yards for the season, then he pulled a hammy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and then we also saw like our, our guys in the secondary getting hurt. Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. It was a weird, weird game. Uh, tough to watch. Just, we we hurt ourselves. Like the penalties. What was that one so when they bad, hit our man. kicker? And then he just like it, he just like interfered with him. Like what the are you doing? Like there, it was just so many random weird things that went against us. Right. So many penalties. Yeah. We just like shot ourselves in the foot, man. Yeah, it was just yeah. such a bummer. It was, it was a bummer. So bad. It was. It was so, just like it. It was one of those games after you're like, are we a good team? You know. It's like, are, are, we, are we actually yeah. a good team right now? Because the first first five weeks, we looked really solid, like competing in every game. Right. right. But then, and you, you thought that they were against really good teams, right? You thought beating Kansas City was huge. Right. Kansas City can't seem to beat anybody now. You thought that beating, <laughs> like, you thought that beating all these teams early on were like really big ones, like the Browns. The Browns are kind of losing everyone. They lost to Pittsburgh this last weekend. So it's right. like, man, did we have big... <laughs> Did we, I feel like I'm questioning everything in life right now because of what happened on Sunday against the Patriots. No, I'm with you. I think the problem, the problem is, is that we came out so those are such exciting wins, and yeah. and the bar was were, raised yeah. so so high that when there is a kind of dip or there is a loss, you know, it's it's so hard to stay on board. I'm seeing a lot of fans like really aren't on board after this last game. I totally yeah. understand it. Oh, I'm but still the on board. Was just... 100%, but the, yeah, yeah. the bar was raised so damn high right. after those first, you know, five games that it was like, yeah, there really is kind <laughs> of maybe possibly only one way you could technically go unless you want to go like crazy, win everything. You know what I mean? By right. a lot, yeah. The hype giveth and the hype taketh away. <laughs> um, it's uh, it, it goes both ways. Yeah, if you get too hyped, the the losses can be extremely hurtful as oh, yeah. as we've seen for a lot of people yeah. they've they've really taken it quite hard um and i really don't feel like we were out of the game it just felt like we couldn't make those yeah. crucial connections and you know we had three and outs but like i don't know man there there were still some positives that came out of this game it was just those dropped catches man from keenan the the lack of presence from mike williams like you know it, it it was really just weird. Like even Justin yeah. Herbert, there was a couple of times the camera cut to Justin Herbert and Herbert looked un- uncharacteristically frustrated. Fraz- like frazzled yeah. kind little of a frazzled. little frazzled. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was just, uh, you, that's not what we see have ever seen from Justin Herbert. Like if anything, he'll look disappointed. He'll look calm, cool and collected still. But you know, Let's let's sit down. Let's figure this out. But right. in that game, he, there was a couple times that it was like, dude, he looks a little unsure of what is going on. So it, as fans, made us unsure. So 
Um, we, we won't dwell on it too much. We'll, we'll get into what, uh, what we are here to talk about here today on Charge of Chat. And a lot of you guys ask questions and ask both them about what happened in that last game. And so we'll, we'll delve into it further as we get through the episode. But first and foremost, we want to talk about what came out today. Uh, Chargers uh, tweeted out and showed video of this new training facility. Um, and I'm looking at the pictures right now, man. This thing looks very, wow. <laughs> very Swanky. futuristic. Yeah, yeah, it's very pointy. looks very sharp. <laughs> I, wonder <laughs> it does. I wonder who Spanos got to pay for this thing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, a couple looks really sales. expensive. Yeah. It looks really expensive. So, <laughs> oh, and the, I, the property it's right next to LAX. It's like three wow. miles from LAX. Like that is not cheap to have fourteen acres. Wow, right, right next to LAX. So they're yeah. not messing around out there right now. Yeah, it's over. In, it's a fourteen-acre site in El Segundo, uh, designed by Gensler Sports. Uh, the project, the new facility, is centrally located less than three miles from the LAX International Airport, as uh, Kev just mentioned, uh, seven miles from SoFi Stadium. Uh, outside the main building that spans nearly 145,000 square feet, three natural grass fields with an artificial turf perimeter can be taken in from 7,600 square feet of elevated outdoor terrace space, an additional 3,400 square foot elevated outdoor turf area, and two-lane top pool, pool, for player rehabilitation <laughs> and among the various outdoor amenities set for construction. Guys, uh, interesting connection with Gensler Sports that I just found. They're also building what? San Diego State's new stadium on the site of where Qualcomm was. Very huh. interesting. I don't, don't know, know that there what is... what that means. Yeah. But... <laughs> but we've crossed those dots. We've connected, <laughs> we've connected them. But maybe it was maybe it was Spanos had, was talking to them about a build in San Diego when that didn't go through. They just mm. kept the same agency Could be. for the build in LA. Could be. And I heard I the, the these guys did like the Cowboys facility, which is insane if you saw it on Hard Knocks, like the mm. drone flying through the facility. And they said this yeah. is going to be better than that one. So, okay. Oh. Good work, guys. We're proud we of We like you. it better. We always like yeah. it better. Um, yeah, apparently the project is, uh, set to go before the city's planning commission later this month and currently estimated to be completed by spring of 2024. So still a ways 40th off birthday guys. You want to go with me to the training camp? <laughs> Let's rock and roll. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, all right. Yes. Looking back at this game, um, the numbers make it look a lot closer than it was. Obviously anybody that watched the game saw that that last touchdown pretty much came with seconds left in the game. Uh, and just, there was no, no real they hope for up. us to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. They were in yeah. it and let us have it. Yep. So, uh, the, the numbers though, looking at the numbers, uh, chargers were pretty close as far as total yards. Uh, chargers had 370 on uh, 369, uh, Patriots had 352, our passing 206 versus their 211. Our rushing 163 versus their 141. Kept them so below. We've held them to the least amount of rushing on all the teams so far this year. So, you know, that's something, something to be said for that. You don't throw yeah. a pick six and you don't have a stupid, you know, special teams penalties and all that crap. It, it could be a different game. Yeah. Um, and Chargers average more yards per play, 6.4 versus their 4.7. So, um, yeah, the fumbles, we, I mean, we did have that one fumble recovery, which was nice. Uh, but those two interceptions, man, the one, I mean, obviously the one came from Eckler trying to grab it, knocked it up in the air, and that just made the Patriots come down with it. 
That other one, though, I I don't know. What, God what do you think what happened was going there, on Kyle? With there. Like, what was that? Know. Coach addressed it in his post-game uh, presser. He said that he, they were running like a double nub go and go thing where you they chip to help with pass block, like the pass pro, and then they're supposed to leak out on a little quick out. And he just maybe thought he wasn't going to get the ball because that was his check. That was Justin's check down. And he threw it and Cook just never even turned to look for it. Which super, no. which is crazy because that just happened last week in the NFL. What game was it? Uh, the Packer game on Thursday. He, yeah, the the cardinal receiver just didn't even oh, turn to look that. for the ball. Yeah. AJ Green, and, yeah, that's yeah, right. that ended the he game. He didn't even yeah. look for it, and then the the Packers picked it to end it. And it was right. like, what the hell happened there? And then the same exact thing happened in our game. Pick six that sealed it. It was game over. It was a three point game at that at that point. Right. Um. And yeah, that's just man, that was not easy to stop. I don't know what happened. I really don't. It was crazy. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, for the better part of the game, it was close. Like the Chargers were leading the better part of the game. Most of that game. We were the better team the whole game. We just kept beating ourselves over and over on stupid little things. Right. Dumb penalties where we would have got the ball, but we would have got that first down on that um, punt. We have it second and one and Herbert takes some stupid little weird sack thing to make it third and eight, you know, like over and over drop passes by Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Austin Eckler that create interception it's just like non-stop one and we held on in the red zone we stopped them we're going to force a field goal first possession we hold they get a first down they run it into the end zone it's like one thing after another like come on and their special teams they had 20 yards every single punt return 20 wow. yards yeah that's two first downs it's like come on guys let's kid let's do something here right and we just yeah. yeah we just beat ourselves 100 percent. it's hard if you want to look at a positive thing though our new kicker Pretty solid, hundred percent. Boy, Dustin Hopkins looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, we Let's still him on the field on. more, right? We still our stomachs were still clenching until we actually I, saw yeah, some so productivity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like a beaten dog. Like I'm just like <laughs> cowering in the corner. Like, oh god, this isn't gonna go well. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> please, 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 please. And, and I mean, especially on that field goal that was like a what a 48 like a yard field goal, 48. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that was like okay, here we go, big test and. Yeah. Dude, just right down the middle, yeah, like as like, if it was nothing. Why can't we get it all going at the same time? Like, get the kicking going. Let's get the offense and the defense on the same page going. Like, you get all three phases going, we're gonna right, be hard right. to beat. It's just a yeah. fucking fact. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's weird how everything just kind of went topsy turvy this week, and hopefully, hopefully these guys can get it figured out. Staley can sit this down, go over the tape. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what what the issue was. I know that there was quotes from Justin Herbert's presser that he was just like we were prep we were prepping for uh I think man coverage all week and they played a lot of zone and so they just weren't expecting that. So I don't know if that's something that's that just an, an easy tid- fix. That was an odd tidbit that came out. I was a little confused by that. Wouldn't you prepare for everything or were they just prepared well, that hard for what the 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 Patriots had done up to that point? Yeah, I th- I think what well I may have misheard it, but I heard him say that what the Patriots had done all year is a lot of man, so we anticipated that they would do that. But they also there was also a a, a little part where he said that Coach Staley was preparing them for showing zone and disguising a lot. Like he he was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna come show that because that's what they've done. They're gonna try to disguise it, confuse you, and that's really what they did. They they would come up, press, show show man, and then. And then switch late. And I think hmm. so. I I wouldn't, I'm not gonna say they weren't prepared. That's just what I heard from the interview was we thought they might run man because that's what they've done all year, but they decided not to because Mike and Keenan are good against man. 
and they did a lot of disguise. But it's just like BS. Like, man, you're an NFL quarterback. I don't care what they run. You think Tom Brady's ever confused or to catch him off guard or Aaron Rodgers? It's like, it's just got to get to a point where that stuff, it's, it is what it is. You've seen it a hundred times. And I think that's that's part of the the, the maturity of Justin as an NFL quarterback, which yeah. it is what it is. It, if it confused him, then it confused him. He's got, like he said, he's going to watch tape and learn. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a smart kid. He can definitely learn and he's got a smart coach. So hopefully that all happens. Um, and as far as looking at the league right now, there was another just big, big, big thing that happened today as far as the AFC West is concerned. Uh, the Broncos were finalizing a trade to send eight-time Pro Bowl linebacker Vaughn Miller to the Los Angeles Rams in exchange for two second-day 2022 draft picks. Uh, league sources told ESPN, and I'm pretty sure that's just all but finalized at this point. Yeah, he, he's already on the plane. Like They showed video of him saying goodbye to every all the reporters in Denver. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, it's Hey, good for the Rams, but like, Honestly, good for us. We don't have to oh, face him time. twice a year anymore. Like, if you can yeah. look at the positive of that, yeah, he's going to the Rams and they're becoming even stronger, but we no longer have to play him twice a year. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I know there was even talks. I mean, I won't say talks. We were talking about it as far as trying to get Von Miller during this offseason because it sounded like he was going to be going elsewhere. Um, and now we know it's to the Rams. So, well, and somebody brought up a really good point. Like people are like, why didn't we go after Von Miller? Why didn't we get Von Miller? Like the Broncos weren't going to give Von Miller to an AFC West opponent. Sure. Like, that just doesn't yeah. happen. They don't want to, they don't want to make any of the people in their division stronger. Right. So if the they were, the we, price was definitely going to go up more than two oh, second day draft picks. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think people on, online frustrated we talked about it last week like we're trade deadlines coming up real soon and when you're listening to this it's probably over but it doesn't look like we're going to be doing anything so people are just getting frustrated understand you guys what do you guys think about the value there though like so two second day picks that's probably the second and third round pick that's how you build your they're all in now dude they're trying to do everything they can von miller von miller's on the last year of his deal they just gave up a second and third for 10 games. You know they what I mean? They have to reschedule like, him, get him a new contract. Yeah, if they, they have to him. resign him and pay him huge if they want to keep him. So yeah. they gave up a second and a third for 10 games and then the playoffs. But that's just, that's a lot, man. What, what's to say that guy doesn't come in and get hurt after a Two, that's exactly they posted the the Rams social media posted uh Teddy KGB like splashing the pot, you know, with all his chips at the end of that movie. He loses that hand. When he splashes the pot, he loses that hand at the end you of the movie. You fast forward to the end of that movie. <laughs> you just fast forward 15 seconds, he loses. So yeah. I just want to put that out in the world. Um, but that, like, that's a good point, Kyle. Like, 10 games for two day two picks, like, that's pretty crazy. That's that's a lot, man. Like, I know he's an awesome player, and they are all they're in all all in right now. They are yeah, right. thinking we're gonna win the Super Bowl, and they are arguably the best team in the NFC. But they still have to go like. It's not guaranteed just because you get Von Miller. It's a done deal. You know what I mean? Right. And on top of that, I saw that Denver was basically paying for nine of Von Miller's $9.7 million rest of the year deal. So Broncos are still picking up the tab for his contract. (laughs) They paid paid a lot of money for two picks. picks. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Two two picks for nine million and a loss of a player. So, yep. I, yeah, it's weird on both sides, but uh, the Broncos are a real, real crapshoot right now. So they don't care. They take whatever you want. Give us 
something for the future, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of smart by them. In all honesty, like they probably yeah. weren't getting anywhere with resigning. They weren't going to so... resign him. They they have right. too many other positions of need to pay their that guy that, as much money as he's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully, well, hopefully it maybe works out. I don't know. If we see it, it'll be in the Super Bowl. So. I know that's shamelessly positive, guys, after what we just went through. But if we do run into that situation, it'll be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, There yeah. you go. I love it. Now let's move on over to Twitter. Uh, Daniel Popper, always a ray of sunshine for the Chargers, uh, pointed out <laughs> that uh, Keenan Allen has six drops on 69 targets this season, second most in the NFL, according to True Media Sports. Allen had just eight drops on 296 targets in 2019 and 2020. Yikes. So, yeah, uh, concerning, concerning to say the Slightly. least. What is it? Like, he's got to come out and tell us. Like, tell us what's going on, man. Like, it's just so weird and bizarre. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's just like a different player almost to a certain extent. Like, really confusing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with this game because it felt like the way that these guys were playing and or reacting was as if it, this was the game last season against the Patriots where we got blown out 45 to nothing. It's like we, we didn't get blown out, but like the, the, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. The, the mood was re- just extremely salty. Like every yeah, time it, salty there vibes. wasn't like a momentum, like excitement at all. You know? No, totally. I, I mean, if anything, there was some on the defense, like the defensive side held pretty strong all throughout the game. I mean, obviously we gave up, uh, 20, we gave up 20 points because the gave offense up, gave up seven. Right. There you go. That's true. So, yeah, gave up 20 points, but that's not bad. I mean, like, we, for the better part of this season, we've held teams under 20 points. So, yeah. Um, this team should be scoring 30, like we talked about. You, if you score be, 30, you win. Like, yeah. I, pretty much every game, except for that Ravens game, we score 30 points, we win. We just have right. to score more points. Right. I just it, didn't think that was going to be the issue going right. into this year. Which is well, bizarre. going into this part of the schedule because as we've pointed out the first few games like we've been on fire like Mike Williams has been balling out like we were talking we were singing his praises and you know Keenan Allen had some great games he was a little soft those past few games so I don't know I don't know what what's going on there because I mean he's for all intents and purposes he's the number one like he's the number one guy for Justin so why would there be that miscommunication or that confusion I think Justin may be doing a few too many curls um, on his off days, a little Gabe, too much pinch leave press. Leave him alone. Yeah, leave. You just take some of the powder out of his. <laughs> no shakes, more please. protein, fairy. <laughs> he's too strong. Take and a no day one off. Catches balls when he's on third down. <laughs> it's just a reality because he's putting them on the money. They're just not catching them. But, so it'd be <laughs> so different if he wasn't making throws properly. Like they're just not catching catching the ball. So right. Just take a couple reps off. Just a few. Well, get back. I mean, get back to fundamentals, whatever, whatever that mentality needs to be. I don't know. Because I, I don't know. I've seen people say that, like, the play calling is getting too tricky or it's getting too special. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, I'm looking, I'm watching them play and it's like, doesn't look like anything crazy is going on. Like, it just looks like they're not, not catching the passes, not, not, not completing it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the reason is, but. Um, moving yeah, on. Uh, by the way, your hair. And your <laughs> I know. know. I'm like, Thor. I'm trying to like get <laughs> this on, so Thor. it doesn't look stupid, but I'm not yeah, used to impossible. having this much hair. It's uh, it's different for me. It's a um, nuisance, right? It, it's a tad bit. Yes, I keep having to like brush it out of my face and <laughs> get it out of my mouth. I'm not used to that. Um, 
Continuing on Twitter, Fernando Ramirez uh, tweeted on Chargers coach Brandon Staley says he feels like the run defense took a big step forward because they held New England to a 3.6 yard per rush. He felt like they tackled well and mentioned Justin Jones' return. Um, That was huge. Obviously, seeing Justin Jones back, that was all right prior to the game. They pretty much activated him like just prior to the game getting going. Um, And same with Drew Tranquil as well. Like we weren't sure if he was going to play or not. And he got uh, came out and saying that he was going to be playing. So that was always good to see. Um, So, yeah, I feel like the run did better. Obviously not, you know, lights out, like stopping every run, but like did better. better. Did you remember that one play where Derwin just shot the gap and tackled him? It was a big third down. Oh, it was huge. It was a big third down. I was like, need to see more of that going on because that worked really well. But that's such a special play. Like if we did that every time, they'd know it was coming. He's got to mix right? it up. Yeah. Like, I just don't quite understand why it's because it, it, there were still some big runs. Like, they're just letting those happen. Is that personnel or is that scheme, Kyle? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, I I think it's personnel, but I don't, I really don't. I get, I get so, so confused watching these games. Like, time of possession was crazy. They had the ball for right. 11 minutes. They had more it for a us. long time. You know, yeah. like, a lot. And so to look back and say they didn't run the ball well, I don't think that's true. I think they did run the ball really well. They ran it well enough to just chew up clock and just just beat the hell out of us. Like right. when I when I watched the game, I was like, wow, they're still running the ball really well. And then when I went back and looked at the <laughs> stat sheet, it it was it seemed like it wasn't that bad. But when I was watching the game, I was like, yep, they're still running I've, the ball really I've, well. I felt that ball. exact same way. Hmm. So like that's the feeling. This just I think that's still what's happening. Like they're controlling the clock, they're running the ball for first downs, they're getting ahead of the sticks, like on on their down, like third and shorts. It's like I don't know what they're gonna do. So yeah, it's just tough, man. I don't know. I really don't know what the answer is. The problem is we're just not executing those final kind of plays that we need to just tighten up. And mm-hmm. I on it, we should have like if we played well, we should have beat that team by twenty. I really think that that's the case. Yeah. Because Mac Jones could not connect with anyone. He was throwing over people. He was all over the place. Like, yeah. he gave that offense gave us an opportunity to like go because they couldn't get in the end zone. They really couldn't. They were getting down to the red zone and couldn't couldn't score for the first part of the game. And mm-hmm. then as the game went on, the defense got more tired and they were able to do more because we were on the field for so damn long. So, gotta fix that. Look at he Gotta split. fix it. Um, Fernando continued to tweet out. Uh, he spoke to Joey Bosa. Uh, Joey Bosa says it's not time to panic or to start blaming each other. He adds the team is four and three and in a good position. Amen. Which is, Thank you, Joey. That's a hundred percent the case where, you know, we went into this four and two. We're now four and three. Um, I'm trying to keep an eye on the the Chiefs game right now. Let's They're see. They're losing right They're now. They're losing to the Giants, 17 yeah. to 14. So in the fourth quarter. Like if things are still okay, like it, it really isn't the end of the world. There's still a lot of season left to play. Like we just want to see our team play good though. We I just want to see I them play as good. a fan base. We know four and three, we know we're still like season's not over. We all know that. Right. We're, there's just, you could be seven and oh, and if your team starts playing like this, it's like, yikes, we got to get to get things going, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, and the thing that I, I just realized is like, this feels like we've lost three weeks in a row. Because we had a yeah, bye week. We had a right. whole week to sit on that Baltimore. 
So we've had almost a month of not having won a football game. So like right. we're not feeling great as Charger fans. We, yeah, that we have some well we have some well marinated fans right now. <laughs> we're we've been very in those juices. Yeah, we're pull apart. You know what I mean? We can pull us <laughs> apart right now and pretty delicious. We're, we've been sitting yeah. in it for a couple couple of weeks. <laughs> Our brisket is uh, not the victory variety right now. No, it's real salty loser brisket. <laughs> it's a, salty yeah. loser brisket. It's been brining for way too long. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Too much fun. Uh, folks, don't forget to go over to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet merch. Uh, we have a member section on our page as well. So please feel free to over there and chat it up with each other. And uh, when you grab something from our store, it really helps us uh, cover the cost of producing this show. So if you feel so inclined, head on over to the store, check out, check out some of the sweet, sweet shirts like this and that. Yes, they have our faces. <laughs> Can you believe it? Thanks. Can you believe it? <laughs> they have our faces. All right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to our next segment, Fan Focus. Let's see who we have in focus this week. All right, guys. We are back with another Fan Focus, and we're super pumped to have Rike, the president of the Die Hard Bolt Club and Linda Empire. What is going on, Rike? How's, how's it going, man? I'm really stoked to be part of this. I listen to you and your bears all the time and you honestly always have me cracking up with all the things you guys say and just you guys just get on the podcast and shoot the shit and i love that we we appreciate we appreciate it man yeah it's it's uh <laughs> super fun especially like weeks like this you got to get together got to have fun got to you know yeah, keep, exactly. keep keep the energy up so i let, like it let's let's find out a little bit more about you man um how did you become a charger fan i used to be uh Falcons fan was terrible as that sound, but I was a little kid. I loved Mike Vick. You know, Mike Vick was my idol. And then um, I just really hated when he got arrested because I had pit bulls my whole life. So when I, he got arrested, I was like, dude, fuck this. I need to find a new team. And uh, my cousin took me to a charger game and he took me and my dad. My dad uh, played football in college. So he used to wear 21. And then whenever I had the chance on the football team, on Pop Warner, when I tried to get 21, we saw LT and I was like, dude, this is the team I'm going to start rooting for now. And then after that, I was back in like 2006. And I haven't looked back. Everything's been Chargers. Chargers this, Chargers that. My whole life. That's well, awesome. not my whole life. My whole adultish life, I guess. You know. Well, th- well, that's awesome. And that you came from that to being a president of one of the chapters of Die Hard Bowl Club. So tell us a little bit about your chapter and you know the, the Inland Empire chapter. Man, I am so proud of the Inland Empire chapter. They are like a family to me now they they come over to my house all the time uh we're gonna have a friendsgiving and stuff just because that we've become such a close-knit thing and you know we try to do stuff with charity the whole club actually not just my chapter yeah i mean my whole chapter is just built around the family unit of things and we're like you know a little bit on the younger side of a lot of the clubs from thunder alley so we try to just bring the energy and fun and then now it's just it's been like allergic. I guess everybody's just like now fun and energetic and just having a blast. It's awesome, honestly. And, you know, we get together every weekend that um, every other week, whenever we're away at Chiggy Chiggy Wings here in Fontana, just trying to make it a cool charger bar to have everyone around near. If you live nearby or far away and you want to come have fun and energy. I mean, I was, yeah, that's awesome, man. Like the, you know, the energy at Thunder Alley, like we we went to that Dallas game and like just seeing all the chapters, all the fans has been crazy. What's this year been like now that we didn't have it last year? And, you know, when you don't have something, you kind of miss it 
like crazy. What's it like now having this year back where you get to be with all your, you know, your Bolt family and, and doing the tailgates and, you know, having fun out there? It's crazy because, I mean, it felt like we were gone for so long. But the moment we stepped back into Thunder Alley, it was like we just saw each other yesterday, you know, but and everything just went back to being cool and fun and enjoying ourselves. We everybody kind of dropped all their Facebook arguments about politics. And, you know, since we were all quarantined, everybody was like hating on each other and deleting each other on Facebook and Twitter and blocking. But the moment we stepped back, it was like, all right, we're all Charger fans. Let's forget all the bullshit and let's have fun. So that, that's that been awesome, dude. And like you said, once you miss something for so long, like all last year was super rough. Just watching that stadium and being like, dude, we were supposed to be there. Like, what the fuck? Like, nobody expected that. Like, when, if you would have told me, like, dude, you're going to go a whole season without having fans at a stadium, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's it's just awesome. And Thunder Alley is just such a vibe, man. Like, it, it becomes a movie every time we step in there. Next thing you know, it's like, just fun beer here music there dancing over here like it's just cool i've never i had never experienced something like that going to football games before i never experienced a tailgate like that and, until i started going to and the alley. food is awesome as well so that's next level yeah. <laughs> next level it's definitely a plus that's a plus because so far food, yeah no southern <laughs> californians good. know how to know how to grill it up and take take care of each other yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so you know, there's so many things to do when you're tailgating out there. Like, what is your favorite thing to do? Like, your chapter. Like, what do you? What's your favorite thing about Thunder Alley? Honestly, my favorite thing about Thunder Alley is just being able to mingle and have fun with everybody going down the road. Like, I, I actually get a lot of crap from my wife and people that I just wander off. I, I just feel like I just get taken like, Hey, you know, how's it going? And then next thing you know, I'm at the other side of Thunder Alley and then I'm back. That's my favorite part. Just having fun with everybody. Uh, the fact that you could be walking down and people don't know you and they're like, here, have a taco or here, have a beer. And they don't even know you, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome vibe. Um, my chapter, what we really normally do is just try to bring the energy, help out with the bar and the food. You know, this week it was our turn to actually handle the bar and, it was probably one of the funnest experiences we've had. Uh, just trying to get everybody like, hey, take a shot. Come take a shot. Come take a shot. So that was fun. That was really fun. And um, yeah, I honestly, I can't really pinpoint one thing that's my favorite. Because like, honestly, the whole tailgate is just my favorite food for sure. There's like ceviche. If you walk down and the micheladas, like, there's so, just yeah. a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. So that's, that's awesome. cool. And then I want to chat with you too, because you were featured on a Chargers uh, video, like the fans, you know, one of the major fans. So mm-hmm. what was that experience like being a part of like a Charger, the Charger production, you know, all the cool stuff they do? So this is the second time I've been featured uh, with the Chargers. And I can say they've been amazing. The planning, the they make you feel like you're at home, you know, uh, the previous time. Me and my wife got picked for Hispanic Heritage Month. And uh, I even, I'll show you the tickets right now. We still have them hanging up for Mexico City. They paid for everything. They paid hotel, tickets, airplane. Uh, So that was cool. They picked us for that. They interviewed us, took us down on the field, and they they had us on the Jumbotron stuff up. Then this time around, I don't know how I got picked. They just messaged me on on Twitter, and they're like, hey, man, you want to be part of this interview? I was like, of course. So, you know, uh, they interviewed me at the at the stadium and it was honestly a dream come true man like just meeting gates uh, all the, the treatment they gave me is just i 
couldn't believe I got that lucky to be picked. So definitely very humbling and very awesome thing. Well, it was awesome. Like in that interview, you kind of talk about your fandom and how important it is and all that stuff. So you kind of, everything you said kind of resonated with us in terms of like the kind of fans we are. So thanks for representing us. Yeah. Of course, man. I, I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I just feel like uh, we kind of, us as a fan base, we're a little different than other fan bases from what I've noticed because we're so little compared from what everybody says that we don't have fans that we're just so protective of each other. You know, like we, you're a Charger fan. Oh, come on, man. You come to my house. You know, like that's how I feel like we are. So I wanted to make sure I try to get that word out there that we may be little, but we're, we're united, you know, so. That's the best Tight part of it. For sure. So um, let's uh, let's get you out of here on this. You know, we just had a tough loss to the Patriots. Um, what do you want to see us do moving on to this Eagles game? Oh, man. I hate to talk bad about the Chargers because I love the Chargers, but I just really wish Tom Telesco would get off his ass and do something. Maybe he is. Maybe he is doing stuff that I don't know behind the scenes, but just feels like every year we're just waiting to be like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to wait on the draft. We're going to wait on the draft. And it feels like it's been every year. He's been doing a lot better. I'll give him his credit, though. Uh, I just really want to see, I don't know, a little, maybe get us a defensive tackle. To, we just, I feel like we're there, you know, like we're just this close. Just little tiny things, you know. Uh, that's really what I would like to see. Other than that, I would like to see them bring back the energy and fun they were having because it, I just don't see that right now. I don't think... I think the Ravens loss didn't really help us out. I thought they maybe over the bye week, they they were like, oh man, you know, we got humbled and we're going to come back stronger. But I didn't see that energy in front yesterday. So I just really hope we could bring that back against the Eagles. You know, we have an easier schedule coming up. So I think that's going to help us out. For sure, man. I totally agree with you. But I do want to reiterate, I'm not talking crap on Telesco like that. I just really wish we can make a move in season because we haven't done that in a very long time to try to improve and maybe push our chances to get to that super Agreed, goal. man. Agreed. It's just so many variables and hopefully we want to, I just don't even know what this defense is like, really like who's doing what people are out and in. There's like, doesn't seem like a lot of cohesion in terms of that run defense. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of with you on maybe maybe make a little move. If, if you feel confident with Herbert and what we, what we're capable of doing this year and us possibly having a deep run, you should probably do something about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, there's people in and out. Like, I, I think I saw, I saw Davis come out yep. a couple times, and I'm like, why is he doing yeah. out? You know, that type of thing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, hopefully I, there's growing pains happening right now, and hopefully it's for the better. And I think, I mean, I honestly do think it's for the better because we do have a good team, for sure. We have superstars all over the team. I just think we're missing that little push. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it might be. I don't know how to fix it, and that's how I don't get paid <laughs> yeah, the big yeah. bucks. But, you know, hopefully... Hopefully they can right figure on, it out. Man. Well, hey, Rike, thank you so much for taking the time to come chat with us. It was awesome meeting you. It, thank you for Dude, having me. Our man. pleasure. It was awesome. Our pleasure. You. And then we'll make sure you get out. get with me before showing up. No, we will. We go, I'm I'm gonna bring that bringing the six year old with me, and he, he's he's gonna take a walk down Thunder Alley. We're gonna do it right. Love All it. Right, All right. Sounds All right, man. Good, we'll have buddy. a great have a great week. We'll talk to you later. There we go, Rike. Awesome, oh, dude. Hey, yes. Representing the Die Hard Bolt Club in the I'm like, it's like trading cards. I want to collect all the Die Hard Bolt Club presidents, like all <laughs> the, you know, across the board. I want I think a lot of them already. That's a yeah, valiant effort. Yes. 
We're going. We got. We got to find like the very obscure like couple members like deep somewhere like the. I want to talk to the German Dire Bolt Club. Like I'm, the Brazilians. Yeah. I'm gonna get yes. like a, like a map, a map, and then like put like a little pin every time I hit a diehard bolt club. There you um, go. That yeah, sounds I'm, awesome. I'm collect gotta, them all. It's actually got to get them all. Rike, love love having you on, dude. Thank you for sitting down and talking with Kevin. I really do appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. All right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. Whew, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm prepping every part of my body for this because I know I feel like every time Craig is upset, I feel like he's mad at me for some reason and I don't know why. <laughs> Craig, don't yell at me, please. Here we go. The Craig experience, folks. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Craig experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Mm. I'm hurting with you guys. Mm. Oof. Coming off of a bye, having gotten that arse kicking back in Baltimore two weeks ago, and then watching this, and of course it had to be the Patriots. Of course it was Bill Belichick. Brady isn't even there anymore. Listen, whatever. Check this out. No matter what, win, loss, rain, sleet, hell, whatever, I'm here with you. This is my team. This is you guys' team, if you love it and care about it enough. And we'll get through it together. This is, again, what comes with fandom. So let's go ahead and talk about what we got to get into because got to tell the truth here. Of course, we're always going to find the positives where we can, but we're also not going to avoid what is clearly in front of our faces. So that being said, CC gang, salute. The rest of the Bolt fam was goody. You got Craig in Texas coming to you with a sobering edition of the Craig experience. So let's cut through all the noise. Um, Yeah, I mean, I gave a teaser last week uh, in regards to... A potential trade candidate that would probably rile some of you up. It makes it makes sense if you can get past the recency bias of things. But honestly, we can talk about that on Twitter another time. This is much more important. And um, even though this could technically help the current offensive situation, it's still not worth the time to discuss right now. So we'll just get to that another time. I'm a man of my word. So um, the trade was for Mike Williams, for Brandon Cooks. And before you go uh, pissing in my protein shake, uh, hit me up later on and we can talk about the details of it. But I feel like if you hear me out, it makes sense. But we're moving past that because as far as hypotheticals are concerned, I don't really feel like getting into those. Let's talk about what is and what can be done and what's probably realistically going to be done. Well, what could be. Um, as far as today's game, I don't really know what we can take away from it on the positive aspect of things. I mean, when the offense came out, the first few scripted plays were fine. After that, it went downhill. Everything was stalling out. Herbo looked out of rhythm again. Um, I assumed they were going to come in running tempo to kind of help offset anything that Belichick might throw at him defensively, and they really didn't do it at all. Mm. Defensively, Justin Jones was back. Didn't make a difference. 
the Patriots pretty much ran whenever they wanted to. And therein lies the same problem that we've had now for seven weeks. And speaking of seven weeks now, four and three is about where I expected us to be. The problem is, is it feels wrong because of the way we got here. I fully expected that, um, you know, the team would go through trying to find its identity in the first few weeks and then going into the bye and from there on would get a better feel for who they were and, you know, make a run at it, whatever that was in the back half of the season. Instead, it happened in reverse. They came out firing on almost all cylinders offensively. And as the weeks went by, defenses, particularly the good defenses with good defensive coordinators, started figuring some things out. Case in point, you guys know that I keep lobbying for a true explosive offensive playmaker at wide receiving. Q Brandon Cooks, anyone? Again, we'll get to that in a minute. Here's where the problem lies. I don't know if you guys were paying attention or not, but a lot of those big plays Mike Will was breaking off, there were some busted coverages there. I'll explain why. The offense utilizes much more quick game, you know, slants, crossers, intermediate stuff. So teams weren't expecting to get burned deep by Mike Will. So you'll see in instances where safeties are looking to jump routes underneath and they'll just abandon their responsibilities. And then you see this 6'4", 220-pound dude just running free in the secondary. And you're like, how did that happen? Well, it's because they didn't respect the deep game because there was no reason to. The Chargers were showing themselves to be sticking to a lot of that, you know, short intermediate stuff. So they were attempting to make plays and a lot of times it blew up in their face. What you've seen over the last couple of weeks is defenses are playing more disciplined now. They're taking away everything underneath. So you're seeing Herbert doing a bunch of like double clutching and holding the ball a lot longer than what you're accustomed to is because nothing's open underneath and nobody's getting full deep. You know what would help alleviate that? Again, speed. I'm not sure what Jalen Guyton's purpose is right now. Um, he seems completely lost in offense. And uh, the right side of the offensive line needs some help in a very serious way. So as far as looking at the positives, of course, left side of the line still looks good. Matt Filer had a little bit of a rough game, but for the most part, as far as the protection is concerned, left side of the line is doing his job. It's the right side. That's the problem. Austin Eckler, gutty performance through, um, you know, a bad hip, still made plays. Keenan came up here and there, but he did have some you know, key drops. One particular that blows my mind is very unslay-like, but dude's not perfect, so it's bound to happen. And Mike Will was kind of disappearing in the offense the last few weeks. Um, versus Baltimore, he was dealing with the knee thing. This week, I don't know what the deal was. Again, in order to really fully unlock Herbert and help him out, there needs to be an added element of speed to this team that teams have to respect, which will then again open up the stuff underneath that they've been attempting to run. So um, just kind of looking forward here, trade deadline's Tuesday. This has been a weekly conversation now here for the past few episodes, but uh, rubber is about to meet the road. And 
this game was a clear indication that some I- some issues just haven't been fixed, and they're not going to be fixed by just being coached up. Um, guys playing harder, uh, you know, being more disciplined. Those things help, but these are holes that have to be filled by real changes. And those changes have to come in the form of reinforcements. Has time really changed his stripes? You would think that the new regime coming in and, you know, all that they've been, Staley and, you know, his aggressiveness, you sincerely hope that time takes a cue from this because if they don't make any changes, then again, it's kind of like I said, I I pretty much know exactly what to expect for the rest of the season or what they expect from the rest of the season is just to go with what we got. I don't want this to be sour at all. Again, it's just me pointing out the things that we can all see. But to kind of cap this off with some positivity, man, like, you know, we're still four and three and the schedule ahead of us looks manageable. Uh, The Bengals lost to the Jets. Any given Sunday, man, make it happen to you. Doesn't matter who the squad is. And um, there's a very real chance to make some adjustments and reel off some dubs. And in a few weeks here, we'll kind of look back at all of this and maybe feel like, all right, we had to go through some growing pains, but look at where we are now. I genuinely believe that. I feel like the path will be made much smoother if some pretty significant changes are made and there's nothing stopping it from happening. The Chargers have all the ammo they need to get it done and they can make more than one adjustment. So that being said, always looking forward and uh, onward to the next one. Was it the Eagles next week? Uh, That should be a very winnable game. And you're playing against your buddy Shane Steichen and uh, the QB, I'm sorry, the head coach who used to be a QB coach. Can't remember what his name is right now. It's not all that important. But, you know, there's time to get this fixed. So, guys, don't go jumping ship. Again, be a fan, support your team, and you got to ride the waves, the peaks and the valleys, man. Suck it up. Here's what it is. Gang, a simple question. Do you think time's going to do anything? Sincerely, do you really believe that something's going to happen by Tuesday at 4 p. Uh, Eastern Standard Time? Either way it goes, everyone knows what it is. Holla at your boy on Twitter, T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3. We're going to talk a little bit more about that whole Cooks thing that I was chatting with y'all with or teasing on Twitter. Um, you know, We can get to it there. It's not important here right now. So per use... You shall. You know what it is. Bullganger don't bang. Till next week. Love you. Sorry, okay, love you, bye. Messed that one up. All right, whatever. Pay me no mind, man. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with it. I'm going through it right now, okay? 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 Okay, love you, bye. Mr. Craig. Mr. Craig reminding Craig. us all any given Sunday. Yes, Bengals lost to a freaking backup quarterback that just 400 like yards broke records against, uh, Dude, you know. I saw some dude's going to win $125,000 because of that. Yeah, he bet $1,000. He'd be like the best quarterback. And he's the going to because these guys yeah. aren't throwing for shit right now in this other yeah. game. Wow. In this, 
The guy's about to go 125k. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Whoever has yeah. to pay that out is sweating, sweating right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's any given Sunday, and you know, and, and to to be a fan of the team, I mean, we we all kind of shared with each other that the Chiefs fans are losing their minds right now. You mean, <laughs> oh, like the like, players <laughs> are calling them out? Did you see that? Yeah, it's a it's calling it a toxic fan base, like, Tyron like Matthew. the worst. The, yeah, he had like, to apologize after the fact because he like he's not sorry. No, no, but he like said this what he, is said uh, what he was thinking. This is but a, it just it, go ahead. I was just saying, like that. That's a Super Bowl winning. That's a team that won a Super Bowl, and their fans are already imploding recently. on them after. At, yeah, recently, at, and gone and went to the Super Bowl last year as well. So they they get back to back Super Bowl appearances. Won one of yeah. them, and already their fans are turning on them on this season. Like I after it's all after about rough the start. Expectations, man. I know we that's were the thing. Super, Anticipations were you got to have manageable, reasonable expectations. We're not helping with that because we were, we're going to the well, Super Bowl. Well, we keep week. it shamelessly positive. But you got to be realistic <laughs> to a certain extent. Like, look right. at these guys. They went to two Super Bowls back to back and they're losing their GD minds. Yeah. If these two games, yeah. we'll be okay. I also think, though, that like, look at it from this perspective. Like, the players hear it. Where oh, they yeah. hear your fans talking just mad trash all over. Every social media, like in the age of it. Twitter, absolutely, yes. You know, it's just like yeah. it's just not a good vibe to be putting out there into the the Twitterverse, into their the the players' ears that everyone hates them, and we need to trade this guy and get rid of this guy, and he can't play anymore. Like, I get it. Like, I'm frustrated with all of you guys. Our expectations are really high this year. Started off really strong. I just like let's just try to stay not like not 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 thinking about what's happening positive, but at the same time, like positive in the sense that we can get this fixed. Season's not over. Let's keep supporting these guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's and more fun. Yeah. It, it's if you're upset because you listen to our podcast and you're like, well, Wool Dog thought we would win all the, all the games the rest of the year. Don't listen to me, dude. Like look at I him. am. Look at this guy. Look, look would you believe what this guy had to say? Like, would you take that to the bank? No, God, no. Oh, I'm just, you I'm, a, not. I'm a shamelessly positive fan. So if you, if you come to us thinking that we've got the hot takes and we've got crystal balls that we're looking into, our balls aren't crystal, folks. They are. They are hairy. <laughs> they're smooth, and though. They're, and they're, they're, they're well trimmed. Sponsors. They're yeah. well trimmed yeah. after our sponsors yeah. at Manscaped, but uh, <laughs> they are not uh, future-telling balls by any stretch of the imagination. So <laughs> you can't see your future in the balls. So yeah, don't don't. Uh, hopefully, don't you're not upset that. because we said something. But uh, but yeah, just have fun. Like this, just be. I love this team. I love these players, and I love these guys. Like that's. I'm still why looking forward to next Sunday. Absolutely, I can't wait. I'm already over it. Sunday. Like just we got on here sat down started talking football i'm like okay let's go let's go beat the yeah. eagles like i'm let's fine with beat that let's move the on freaking eagles i'm all about yeah. it um freaking, and to freaking eagles to answer your question craig whether or not we think tom's gonna do something there's a slight chance that i, I there, for me i feel like there's maybe i'm gonna say between like a 10 to 20 percent chance that he does something it's not high by any stretch wow. I but I have a feeling that, like, if yeah. he does something, I'm not going to be too surprised. I might be, like, just pleasantly surprised. Like, oh, okay, well, there it is. But I also don't think it'll be a big splash. You no, know, I, think I don't that think that if be, he does no, something, it it'll be kind of like a, a depth guy. It's not going to be a Von Miller move. You know what I mean? Not at so, all. No, I don't expect I think, that. I think something might. I think something might happen. We I mean, I, two, yeah. we made two moves last week, and we didn't see those coming. Mm-mm. I think it'll be kind of an unexpected one. I think there might be, uh, this is where my brain is at, if there's going to be a trade after watching the last game and seeing what we've seen up to this point. 
if coach or this training staff sees what Bulaga, where he's at right now in his development, where right. he's getting better or not, if he's actually going to be able to come off IR this year, if he's not, I think you you have a better odds of going after a right tackle, yeah. a real place of need. After, um, to, guess who was inactive this week? Right, Trey Pipkins. Pipkins, Pipkins was inactive. The Pip, the Pipkins. I'm moving on. <laughs> At last, I can see. We're done Kyle with Sidney. that he stupid Trey Pipkins. Guys, he did it. He's <laughs> You guys are rubbing off on me. Hercules. You love to see it, folks. So I will say also, offensive lineman-wise, Senio Kelamet that we picked up uh, like four weeks ago. He's a guard, like a nine-year vet, long time in the league. Mm. He, had, he has a great effort plays. That one um, run that Justin... Justin Jackson broke. It was because Sinio came from right guard and flew all the way across the field and had this 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 devastating seal block that he cut right off of. Hmm. Um, so it was it was good. I I saw him. I was like, "Who's that guy?" He has like bleach blonde hair. He's like <laughs> all these tattoos everywhere. I was like, I don't know who that lineman is. Me and my dad had to rewind like three times to figure out what number he was wearing. But yeah, that, I mean that's exciting depth. There was that was pretty impressive. Right, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I think I, we're not expecting big splash the pot whenever the f we please moves, but uh, <laughs> it would not surprise me if we do pick up some depth or something in in those areas of need, like right tackle or like possibly defensive line. Um, and honestly, now that uh, that I, we don't know what the status of uh, Michael Davis's injury was, he hurt his hamstring. Who knows how long he's going to be out? And yeah. Asante Samuel got his concussion, so. Um, there could be some moves there in the cornerback position as well. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. We won't have to wait long. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll have we'll a know. clear idea. Yeah. But uh, hey, yeah. and that's just that you you reminded me of something. That's shamelessly positive way to look at it. We did pretty well on defense, all things considered. Losing our starting cornerbacks, they right. were out for most of that game. Yeah, are so, we going to get Kenneth Murray back this this week too? We're hoping. So. We're hoping. I mean, that'd be fun. I want to see him get moved moved around and used a little. I, know, I would so. like that too. Yeah, it'd be good to get him back. So, Craig, hey, thank you for coming on. Thank you for keeping that spanking to a minimum. Yeah. I really appreciate that. My buns <laughs> can only take so much after Sunday, so we <laughs> we do appreciate it. Um, all right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It's Ask Bolt Fam. Here we go. My favorite. My favorite <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, folks. Time to get into Ask Bolt Fam after this loss. Let's see how fun you guys make this. Apparently, we've got a contest going on where somebody could, uh, there's, there could be a couple of winners uh, with some Charger Chat merch. Mm. What's, what, what's, this, what's the stipulation there, Kev? Who, who, they got to make Whoever us laugh? Whoever makes us laugh the hardest, <laughs> whoever the funniest uh, question, gets a Charger Chat t-shirt. So oh, we, can all use, the, we can all use a good laugh right now, guys. Okay. That's the whole idea. I was like, we could come in and really just be bummed out on this team right now, or we could try and make each other laugh. I usually like that. I like to feel. I feel better when I, I laugh. So let's, I enjoy let's a giggle. Fucking... I like laugh. Um, all right. <laughs> well, like laugh. Let's see. Let's see how funny these folks were today. We start this off with Dirty Sock One Hundred and One. <laughs> nice. Off to good a good name. start with a great name. Yeah. <laughs> Who asked the question, fellas? Uh, I wasn't able to catch the game. Uh, but uh, what uh, some of the things that uh, stood out to you? How did our offense look? 
Did the run day improve? Did our special teams signings contribute? Okay. Love you, bye. I love that you're like, you're getting the re- game <laughs> recap from us. You didn't even watch it. Thanks, Dirty Sock. <laughs> right. We appreciate it. Um. Okay, so things that stood out to us. Obviously, the kicking game was... Kicker! Kicker, kicking! <laughs> um, Problem fixed. That was great. Obviously, the big Justin Jackson run, like, <laughs> that was his, like, second best run, like, ever, probably. Yeah. Um, I think it was, like, the second longest run recently just behind uh melvin gordon like it was like some kind of record or something how wow. about getting For, caught though yeah that was kind of rough yeah. getting yeah, caught that's where he probably pulled his hand got tired yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah. that first touchdown by eckler that was weird like that was the offensive line being awesome and just overpowering that defense and, and just well, pushing them in yeah. you kept he- expecting to hear the refs blow the whistle but like he just kept moving kept moving yeah. kept moving and then boom touchdown I was like what <laughs> how did that, that even sick. happen yeah, so that was awesome that was that was pretty crazy that that stood out a lot uh, the run D, if you looked on paper, it looked like it improved, but apparently if you watched the game, if <laughs> it didn't really seem that way. Didn't feel like it got it all that didn't much better. Feel like it. Yeah, right. yeah. Weird. Technically, you could say it did, but mm-hmm. didn't feel like it. And special teams, <sighs> Andre Roberts, man, there was a couple times he didn't ran out much. of the end zone on that. He couldn't have a chance. Like, he had one, he ran damn. almost to the 25, which was better than any of the like right. his average is now higher than all the other guys that came before him. So yeah, he just didn't really do much. He didn't really have an impact. Didn't no. have a chance. Um, but the kickoffs were mostly touchbacks. I feel like there was yeah. one that got run out. Yeah, um, yeah mostly touchbacks. And yeah. then, yeah, it just it was it was okay. It felt maybe Meh. slightly better than it has been. Slightly better. A hair's worth. Okay. A hair's we didn't better. miss any kicks. I think there's it's just the big That's gamut the big of things, special yeah. teams. Didn't, didn't miss, miss any, any kicks, kicks at all. Extra yeah. points or otherwise. So. Dirty Sock 101, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Logan Roy Kent, who asked the question. Fresh. Fresh. Turn around. (laughs) Every now and then I get a little bit tired of you never turning around. (laughs) Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit pissed because I threw a fucking ball at your back. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all your years have gone by. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified when I can't see you look with your eyes. Turn around, Jared. Every now and then you fall apart. Turn around, Jared. Every now and then we fall apart. And we need you on this play. So please turn around and make... I don't know this song very well. uh, But if I could throw to Slay, we wouldn't feel so damn forsaken. And if you could just turn to your right, because the football's been thrown, together we can take it to the goal f***ing line. (laughs) Your play is either great or bad like all of them time. All of the time. I don't know what to do, because I'm always throwing darts. Why wasn't that one complete? Did you have a brain fart? <laughs> I really need you this play. This game depends on this one play. This game depends on this. Once upon a time, I was throwing to score. But now I'm only throwing to backs. There's nothing <laughs> I can do. I fucking pick six in my stats. 
<laughs> that was awesome. That I didn't make that any better. I know the turnaround business, but then yeah, he the actually went into a nails. song, and I was just yeah. like, I, "Who knows the song? I know the chorus." Like, <laughs> Jesus. every now and then you fall apart. <laughs> um, well, okay, yeah, I don't. Yeah, there wasn't a the question there, but uh, yeah, that it's was the truth. That, yeah, I don't it's know just what the absolute goddamn truth. The yeah. world, honestly. So. You speak the good truth there, Logan Roy laugh. Kent. That was a good yep, laugh. You're on Thank the list. you. You're on the list. Made the made list, it, Logan Roy. Let's move it on now to I'm allergic to jerks. Who asked the question? You know what? Ted Lasso wouldn't complain about losses, and I'm not going to either. To quote Danny Rojas, "Football is life, but also football is death, and sometimes <laughs> football is just football, but mostly football is life." Translation. Football is full of fun, and fun is what makes life so great. But football can also make you want to die. And sometimes <laughs> football is just a game, and we should remember to chill. It's just football, but damn if it isn't fun, right? Shamelessly optimistic. Remember the start of the season when so many of us were saying how promising it would be if we could be at or above 500 after the first six or seven games? I do. Keep your heads up, people. Schedule gets easier, and our first-year coach is above 500, despite a tough stretch of games to start. Herbert isn't broken. Coaching isn't broken. There will be highs and lows, guaranteed on both counts. So enjoy the ride. Heads Will Roll, uh, the remix by A-Track, is a great Halloween party song, but we don't have to make heads roll just yet. Fixable problems take time to fix. I thought I was going to try to be funny to win that shirt, but... Uh, when I remember the game and I had to pick myself up again, losses suck. Stay strong, Bolchachos. Another truth speaker. Yeah, I love all of it. Yeah. We are, but that's a good point. We are above 500. We're and above 500. Us, not us specifically, but a lot of other people were like, that'd be great if we were above 500. So right. we're just that. We are moment. four and three. Can't forget it. Yeah. I'm come allergic on, to jerks. Yeah, come on, come giants. on giants. We're keeping an eye. God, come on. Uh, come let's on. move it on now to JJAF, who asked the question. Certified fresh. Last week on YouTube, the Charger suggested that Mike Williams is the perfect complement to Keenan Allen. Do you guys agree with them? I do. Yeah. That, I think they, co- they, they could still compliment each other and drop balls. Right. So, yeah, I, well, I guess it depends on what you see as compliment. Like, they're different. So if that complements each other, but it could also be a compliment to have somebody that does the exact same thing as you, because then a team can't scheme to say, Hey, our best big corner is going to go with Mike and our best shifty quick guy is going to go with Keenan. So I don't know. It depends on what your scheme is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, or you put two mics out there. What are you going to do? So it, 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 they do, they compliment each other well because they give you different op- options. They can run different routes and um, they can be successful in different um, situations, but yeah, I, I don't know. Great receivers complement great receivers. Bottom mm-hmm. line. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know how else to to say it differently. It's just like you know, Mike Williams coming into this was known as the you know go deep jump guy, and this year he's proven to be more than just that. So that's obviously great. And Keenan Allen is always touted as being one of the best route runners in the league, if not the best. And, uh, you know, putting those guys on the field at the same time is, you know, like Kyle said, like, how do you scheme for that? How do you plan for that? Like, you can't yeah. 
just double team one or the other. And honestly, like had these guys not dropped these balls, would have been you just never been a know, man. Game. Yeah. Some of these drop balls, like they were just you don't know what would have happened on that drive. We right. we could have scored, and obviously the Patriots would have had the ball for a lot less time. Right, they were just this, those those drop balls were just so bad. We cannot have that anymore. Yeah, can't knock that off. Come on now, which is quick. It should be easily fixable. You would think. You would yeah. think, and hopefully we see that next week. JJAF, thank you for asking the question. We move it on now to Hugo. Who asked the question? Why can't we beat the Pats? It's so frustrating. It seems we can never win against them unless you count that 2008 season. I believe when we destroyed them with Matt Moore at QB, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I mean, Kyle mentioned last week that we Patriots seem to just out coach us. And I don't know. Do you feel like that was the same situation this last game, Kyle, that we were just out coached? No, I don't think that was the, I don't think that we got out coached. I really don't. I, I don't think that we were in bad spots. It wasn't situationally. We messed up. Um, we just, our players just didn't execute to, mm-hmm. to the standard that they need to, to win. Yeah. Every, every team is good in the NFL. You have to bring your a game to win every mm-hmm. week. And we didn't do that. We still almost got a win, but, you had like we just did not play well. I don't think it was a scheme thing. I don't think it was a coaching thing. Um, obviously, that's where everyone's going to go to is dissecting play calling. And man, if you don't catch balls, you just do don't get it into a rhythm. You have no no like continuity and 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 positive like flow going towards. Hey, we can go score every time. So yeah, I don't think it was the. Co- I don't think we got out coach. I really don't. Yeah, I agree. I think. I think Belichick just has for whatever reason he just accidentally has our number now. Like he's just, just like maybe there's something in our he just like there's something in our players' brains that's just like oh we're playing the Pat- Patriots like let's f- up now. Uh, just kind of got that got that energy. Everybody about turn it. your f- up switch on. <laughs> Do y'all yeah, take your f- up pills this morning? All right, let's go play, play. The Patriots. Get some water. Put those down. Um, I just you know, I did I did just check. Also, the 2008 game we beat the Patriots 30 to 10. Um, mm-hmm. It was our boy. It was the legend Philip Rivers, 306 <laughs> the man, yards, the myth, three the touchdowns. Um, yeah. Vincent Jackson had 134 yards and a touchdown. Um, LT Rest was still, God, that team was so good. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. LT, yeah. Vincent Jackson, Phil just destroying in the, the Patriots at Matt Castle. Man, what a better time. There you go. Wow. Hugo, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to shamelessly positive Ryan. Nice. Who asked the question? Fuck you, Hunter Henry. Fuck you, Adrian Phillips. Eat shit, Belichick. <laughs> Although the Chargers fought hard, they were defeated this week. <laughs> Can you three each pick one thing positive about this game? Because the Bolt fam needs some cheering up. Also, what's your favorite and least favorite Halloween candy? What's <laughs> up? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I mean, oh, props to Shamelessly Positive Ryan for actually spelling out whoopsh. Because <laughs> I'm really I going like, where to start. Hoop-a-check? Yeah. Who's hoop-a-check? <laughs> what is, oh, whoopsh. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, uh, all right, so three positive things about the game. I'll take the easy one, kicker. That yeah, was that's the awesome. easiest one, is the that's kicker. the easiest one I could pick. Mm-hmm. 
Kicker was good. <laughs> Kicker good. Kicker good. Um, I, I'm trying to. What else did you guys enjoy? Um, Derwin James was good. I mean, there was some really good. Derwin had some big plays. There yeah. were some big plays that happened. Um, the fumble recovery was great. Um, them going for fourth down and not getting it, trying to be Staley and Belichick isn't Staley. That was a big that was stop. Pretty sweet. That was a huge stop. Getting a turnover on downs. Yes, in the red zone. In the red zone, no less. Yes. Um, yeah, I felt like, you know, even though we, we struggled with the run, I felt like there was some really big stops on defense that were really setting us up, you know, for the offense to take advantage. And it just, we just, offense just couldn't get it going. So we, those defensive stops are pretty much forgotten unless you go back and watch the game. So, um, there are definitely some positives to be taken from that. It just doesn't feel like it. Um, and then, uh, favorite and least favorite Halloween candy. Mm. Least favorite gonna, is candy corn. It's just, it just tastes like wax. How dare you? Yeah, not, <laughs> I'll have to side with you on that. That's not good. I like the Twizzlers. I like the Twizzlers. I don't oh, know why. Weird. I get I get chocolated out so hard. Like I already ate most of my youngest's Halloween candy, um, and the chocolate was just uh, it's just too much. So the Twizzler is a nice palate cleanser. So I'm gonna go with the Twizzlers. Mm. <laughs> Kevin's going sheer volume consumed. I just need yeah. whatever candy I can <laughs> it's eat. It's a different the most mindset. Of. It's a yeah. different mindset. Can't, you can't, yeah, you'll make yourself sick on the Snickers, Milky Way, Kit Kat combo. If you go too hard into that Speak direction, for yourself, you, sir. Yeah. Your I'd go, I'd go um, a tie with Kit Kats and Reese's. Those are my two go tos. Yeah, I'm definitely a Reese's guy, especially if you, if you give me like those special ones that are like shaped like pumpkins. Oh, like get out of town. Like those are yeah, my the favorites. Race, the, the peanut butter ratio goes oh, up a lot. It goes. Yeah. Ones. It skyrockets yeah. on those. Yeah. Um, or did you go, did you go trick or treating and get yourself some candy? No. Cause I was too sick to do. No, anything I'm a grown up. I just <laughs> bought a bag of candy. <laughs> had I not been it's like, sick, if I had yes. not been sick, I'd have been fucking <laughs> yeah. killing it. I would have had bags. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm an adult. I go to the grocery stores on the day after and after, buy all yeah. the markdown Discount candy. candy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Good work. Uh, and least favorite, anything with raisins can just fuck right off. Um, <laughs> shamelessly positive, Ryan. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Gang, who asked the question. What do you think we could have done better on against the Patriots? Also, do you think we should utilize Josh Palmer more? Yeah. Yes. I have you guys ever have you seen Jalen Guyton yet in a game? It's been he's a while. Throat it's been a no, What's he dropped lots <laughs> of drop. He's fifty percent on his catches right now. Oof. He's he's dropped Oof. the same amount that he's caught. Mm. I just like don't even think to look at where he is at on the field. He just doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. No. Bizarre. Throw Palmer out there. He could not do anything too. Or he can do what he just did. Or he can get a touchdown. (laughs) Or he can do what he just did. Don't redeem himself. Yeah. Um, And what we could have done better against the Patriots is just offensive. It it sucks because normally in the past we've said like, oh man, defense was just struggling out there. And it's like, no. Offense struggled this time. We we could not put up the points. And I honestly think special teams was where I think we could have easily improved real quick. Yeah. Um. Just those punt that punt coverage is so bad right now. So so bad. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's just like that's why I didn't understand. Gabe Neighbors is one of our big special teams guys. Yeah, I was and surprised he was an inactive. Yeah, he was inactive. I was like, man, that I wonder if he's not playing well. But he is on every special teams. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I don't know if that affected it or what. But 
I just want to start putting the ball out of bounds. Just just don't let a return. It's okay. Well, he if did a couple times. <laughs> yeah, if it's 10 yards less, whatever. Just punt it out of bounds. They right. can't return it. It's, right. That little Patriots return specialist is no joke. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing they could have done is take away the the gun that they were firing at their foot all day long. They yeah. just kept yeah. they just kept shooting themselves. Put the gun, leave the yeah. gun at home. Yeah. Okay. Just take it away from them. This is not the day wait, wait, holding that. Who thing. did that before the Super Bowl? Like Plexico Burris or who was yeah, yeah, Plexico Burris? Yeah. 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 Just take it away. Just, yeah. just take yeah. it away. Take it away. Uh well, there you go, Bolt Gang. Thank you for asking the question. We move it on now to the Federation. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? If a killer was chasing you, which would you rather use to block a door to keep him from getting in? The power of prayer or Storm Norton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This is a great hypothetical. <laughs> and it's themed. It's Halloween themed as well. Holy shit. I think the power of prayer, maybe. I think you really just just lean into the Our Lord Father, on this one. Lord in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a poor storm. I don't know. I and that just, was another thing that felt rough. Like I, I, the pressure to Justin was just was quick. Much more apparent this game than it has been in previous games. Like first the few first, games, the first drive, no. Like he sat back there, had time, delivered right. balls. But then it did seem like after that, they figured out how to, I don't know if teams are just going to start attacking your weak spots. They find it after watching enough tape mm-hmm. um, and they're going to start attacking guys that they know are not, uh, are a step below. So, right. Um, well, if we can yeah. find it after watching enough tape, I can imagine the professionals can as well. Right. Bill well, Belichick's going to find it. Yeah. The pressure count too is crazy. Like Lindsley and Filer had great games, give up nothing. And then nice. Slater gave up like one pressure or two, maybe that, didn't really nothing happened. The right side of the line was eight and five pressures is what the, the total was. So wow. you clearly see the area that they are attacking. It, it's so obvious. So yeah. got to figure that shit out quick because it's a game. You have a game plan against us. Attack that side of the offensive line. And then run the ball. If you could do those two things and keep time of possession, you're gonna, we're going to have a hard time against you at this point. So figure it out, please. Figure it out. Pretty, pretty please. The Federation, thank you for asking you, the question. Good question. Great question. We move it on now to Bubba Duke, 84, who asked the question. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is so hard. This is so hard. Woof. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Bubba Duke. Same. It's a it's a great question. Um Buzz, your I don't girlfriend. know if we're woof, woof. woof. Yeah, I I can only assume that you're referring to the dog of a game, and it was okay. If we can't, you won't hear any argument from us on that. Bubba oh. Duke, thank you, thank you for asking the question. We move on now <laughs> to Tyler Foffey, who Foffey. asked the question. Josh Palmer is a stud. Would like to see him get a bit more targets. Thoughts on how he'd fit into the offense as it sits now if he were to start playing a bigger role. WR3? You just take Might as well Guyton's, be, yeah. Take some of Guyton's snaps. I like mean, that, obviously that, yeah, there was... Answer. Right. There was success on that last play where he got the touchdown. So, obviously, he's able... I mean, and that was a pretty tough catch, too. That wasn't just like an easy in the yeah, hands. Like, he had, no. to, he had to argue for Contested it. Contested so, big yeah. time. Um. So I think 
I don't know. I feel like that probably gave him an opportunity to at least see some more playing time out there on the field. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's used differently. The offense is the offense, right? Mm-hmm. Like these guys move around all over the place. It's not like what, like we had talked about earlier this year. It's not like one guy stays on the left side, outside one's the outside guy on the right. One's the slot guy. They all are interchangeable. So he's going to, he, if you were to play more, he'd play at all those positions. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think he's got the, the strength, um, the size to be able to play all the spots. So I, I, I don't know. I, I know he had a couple drops here and there early in the year. Uh, we weren't all super excited about, um, but it'd be great. It'd be great to see him be productive and have that, that draft pick pay off. hundred percent. Tyler Foffey. Thank you for asking the question. Move it on now to Nick who asked the question. Jake Shemesh, <laughs> I had more fun watching this game than I did at my brother Bilo's funeral. Nah, it's, uh, <laughs> it looked like Lombardo was looking at his crown more than the playbook, and his play calling was as exciting as neighbor's donkey, which dying of the rabies. It seems that Steam has more problems than the lifeguard at local beach who has no legs. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one thing that made me wah wah wee wah go wah wah wee wah. Viscano has been demoted to kick boy, and we have strong kick man. Yes, I like his leg and the way he kicked the balls. Maybe he can kick my balls one day. I will travel to America one day and give new kick man high five. Staley's must fix problems or it will be uproar like Kazakhstan agricultural revolution all over again. No sexy time this week. <laughs> all right. A kick boy and we have a kick man. No more kick boy. We have kick man. I love it. We do. We called it. I'm and- so excited. Like shit. Like just one less worry. <laughs> really? I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like I just like, I, I, t- I texted you guys like every time there's certain things that the Chargers do, like my body like tenses up and I'm like yeah. on the couch, like, like, oh God. <clears throat> and that's not like my, my, it's easing now. It's like on kicking. It's like I'm not getting my workout. It's in. still a little bit there, but it's, yeah, it's coming down. <laughs> coming down. <laughs> I would, I would like to see the occasional trick play. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like when I watch around the league, when I when I when the Charger game's out, I'm watching red zone. I feel like a lot of teams throw out trick plays. Like the Bills try a bunch of trick plays where they mm-hmm. have double passes. And um, I don't know. I just it'd be nice to have one here and there to keep the defense honest and to try to kickstart some momentum. Mm-hmm. Um it'd be nice to not have to need them. Uh, <laughs> it would be great if your offense sure, could yeah. just go out there and execute, but um, maybe the occasional that, trick play in there. Do you think they're over what, like they don't need trick plays because they're always going for it on fourth down, fourth down. Like the balls are just like, just out for fourth down. They're like, ah, we're good with the special trick plays. Yeah. Trick play going on fourth down. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's our, our trick, trick play. Yeah. The go-to <laughs> trick play charger style. Uh, yeah, there you go. Nick, thank you for asking Thanks, the question. Dude. Uh, appreciate it. Let's move it on now to Daniel Wallen who asked the question. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, <laughs> after one game, I think Dustin Hopkins, a.k.a. the Golden Toe, might be the next number of the Chargers' <laughs> ring of Jeez. honor. So, my question is, do you think he's, like, a 42 long? Or what's his jacket size for Canton gonna be? All right? Okay, okay, later on, dude. <laughs> Bro, like... 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how beaten up we are about this kicker situation. Like, sign him up. Get him in camp. Right. Three, three main Pro kicks Bowl. in a row. Common. He's in. Jacket <laughs> size. He was the bright spot of, the, of Sunday. For he sure. was that bright of a bright spot that uh, we Why can't man? help but sing his praise. Uh, Daniel Wallen, thank you for asking the question. As far as the jacket size, yeah, 42 long. Sounds good to me. Um, Or 48 long. Ooh, 48 long. I like it. Uh, Let's move it on now to Senora Snappy, who asked the question. Yes. How great was the new kick man? He kicks the ball through the poles very straight. I liked it very much that he got all the kick man points. <laughs> Belichick was a pain in the ass and Nazi Nazi on Halloween. <laughs> I believe the Chargers will have great success. He love you. Bye. Yes, Senora. Yes. 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 He kicked the ball through the poles very straight. <laughs> That's all we asked for. <laughs> Just kick it straight through the poles. It's not much more they, than that. And they will have great success. I still am excited about all these yeah. upcoming games. Like, let's just get one. Let's flip the script. Get one more win. We'll get back in the rhythm. Everyone will yep. feel better during the week, and then we'll be okay. Yeah. We do keep playing these teams that have layups the week before, though. The Eagles just absolutely smashed on the line. <laughs> they really did, yeah. Yeah, God. that's kind of odd, huh? Yeah, back to back, because the, the Patriots just annihilated the Jets the week before we play them. Mm, they just weird. get these nice little confidence boost alley oops before they come out and play us. <laughs> all right. Shit, that is a good point. Well, all right, we're due for one. We're due yeah, we're for due. one. So we're coming back, <laughs> Senora Snappy. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. This just in: the Chargers need to learn to stop the run. They need to stop the run. That is all. Caleb, you buy. Yeah. It's in. The pick yeah. is in. <laughs> yeah, we agree. <laughs> Brutal. But nothing nothing to argue with there, House of Hain. Thank you for making the point. We move it on I, now. I concur. To it's either Eric Amaral or Erica Marl. Either way, they're next. <laughs> they ask the question. Eric here. Pros, new kick man, 100% on the day. Corns, Lombardi, exciting play calling, 0% on the day. Even though it's only been a stretch of two poor games, coming off the bye week with an additional week to prepare, feels like we should have been more impressive. Is Lombardi's play calling too breeze-oriented? And do you think Lombardi's seat is starting to get a little lukewarm? K, love your boy. No, no. No, he's just, just got a thumb up his butthole. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. It's not warm. Guys, I just, uh. they talked about it this a lot in the post game. Like, Justin talked about it. Brandon talked about it. They played a very conservative defense. You have to nickel and dime down the field. And in order to nickel and dime down the field, you have to catch the ball, right? Like, in these short little passes, if you one drop, okay, now it's third and, third and long, and now they're in an obvious situation, and they're playing that conservative defense. You have to complete passes. Like we ran the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Like we had over 160 yards rushing. That's huge for us. Um, I don't think that I don't think it's the play calling, it's the execution. What do you want to throw deep balls every play? Yeah, that's fun. It's backyard football. You're gonna get a lot of interceptions. You're gonna have a lot of Phillip Rivers type plays, which no one was happy about back then. Lombardi's <laughs> job is not even slightly lukewarm. It, he, I think he's doing a good job calling plays. We got to execute and catch balls. Like that's, that's it. 
Yeah, get these guys rolling. It'll be a lot easier, and we won't have these conversations at all. There you go. Eric Amaral or Erica Marl, thank you for asking the question. He said, he said Eric here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Eric, he does yeah. say Eric. My bad, Eric. <laughs> God damn it. The worst. <laughs> Sorry. Let's move it on to Coach Ligo and shout out to Okie Donkey because you both pretty much asked the same thing, but I'm going to go with Coach Ligo on this one. And so here we go. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Okay. That's out of the way. Damn it. That was frustrating. What's derailing the O more? Right side of the O line? Man, Kev must be jealous because Judon was his group on. Got his group on Herbert all day. Or these drops that come at the worst times. Hey, at least it seems we have a kicker now. Hey, love you, bye. Hold up. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I, that, he, he wanted Joe uh, Latruglio, uh, the high-pitched guy from uh, <laughs> I Love You, Man, who just like, oh, that's <laughs> he right. kept like getting high-pitched like, <laughs> that's tough but uh but uh good but good question there joe so um yeah, i didn't like uh, them groping my boy as much as they did in that game wasn't a fan of that at all you would have rather been the one doing it mm. Mm. yeah mm. Mm. uh but what do you think is more frustrating the or what's hurting us drops. more is it the o-line or is it the drops yeah drops for me both man. bad Easy. but yeah the drops were bad yeah, the, I think the drops hurt more because it's like the ball's there. Like we're getting the ball to them. It's just like they got to make the catch. They got to pull it in. One turned into a turnover, you know, like. Yeah, it's rough. So um, I think uh, I think I think that's the answer here. Coach Lago, it's the drops. You can't. It's hurting us. It's hurting us drops so deep. Um, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Salty Sports Guy. And shout out to Bobby, who asked pretty much the same question, but I'm going to go with Salty Sports Guy on this one. And it goes something like this. So I guess we all know if TT made a move by the time the show airs. But on this Halloween night, I decided to gaze into my manscaped crystal balls and saw Ninja (laughs) Tom addressing both defensive tackle and right tackle. So my question is, was the candy I stole from my kid's bag laced for me to believe this? Depends on how much chocolate you ate, my friend. We've, Apparently, it's the chocolate is what uh, make you hallucinate. <laughs> skews your vision. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like there could be something. I just don't think it'll be a big thing. And if nothing happens, I won't be surprised. I'm preparing myself for nothing. I think that's the easiest sure, thing yeah. to do at this point. Because it's so late on Monday night. It's like a Tuesday morning. How early are they getting up? Like, there's a lot to do in the morning. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> there's a yeah. lot to do. What? Everyone on Twitter is saying, like, if they don't make a trade, this is a big statement to the players that they don't care about this year. What? That kind of narrative. What? How much of that do you believe? None. No. <laughs> it says the players that are there, they believe in them. If anything else, they're not bringing in somebody else to replace them. Right. Like, we, we're going to stick. We know you guys are what you guys are capable of. Like, now let's fucking step up and do it. Let's right. go. Right. You guys have a job to do and you we we need to get it done. You guys got to get it done. If you want me to bring in somebody else to do it, then that's your job on the line, not not theirs. So sure. um yeah, I I think yeah, I'm I'm not about that. But uh yeah, salty sports guy, if you want to get a drug test, let us know what the results are and uh we can <laughs> we can share that on the podcast, but thank you yeah. for asking the question. We move it on now to Bolt Dude 8407. 
who asked the question. Fresh. Yeah. I know we didn't win, but to be as positive as I can be, at least we didn't lose 45 to zero like last year. And also seems like we have a reliable kicker. Finally, do you guys feel like our play calling on offense needs to change? And does this lose loss mean we for sure need to make a trade? Can't love you. Bye. Hoo-ha. It's just so reactionary. Like all these things are so reactionary. Like you lose Which one game. Sense. So let's, let's yeah. bring in every, like, that's what we as fans, like we have yeah. no control or we don't see what's happening. So it's like, all right, well, that's a problem. Let's fix that. Let's bring somebody else in. So based on this game, I think you bring in a wide receiver. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, right. like if you're going to straight reactionary, our receivers could not catch the ball. Mm-hmm. So that's my knee jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the shameless positivity. It was yeah, not it forty-five to zero. That was Correct. yes. Um, that was good. Um, but I just the call like we already talked about the play calling. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think it was that is what lost us the game by any means. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I think if we would have won the game, I think we would have been more likely to see a trade potentially. Really, I, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but if you're five and two, um. Likely, like you, you are in you're coming like Rams Rams territory. Like, yeah, yeah give like, us all the toys. We're the best. Let's go get. Let's go let's, all in right now. Let's do this type of yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Again, I think our our thought is that if there is a move, it's not a big splash. It's yeah. just a a little call, a little depth. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there you go. Bolt dude eight four zero seven. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Z the King one, who asked the question. Wow, I know it won't happen because Tommy T doesn't do midseason trades, but what would your top three ideal trades before the deadline be? Wow. I don't know. Like what, what for me, like what right tackle is available at the moment? Like, yeah, I don't know. Who are you going to go after? You're going to go after anyone? Like, it's just such a big net. Like, I, I, I don't have a great handle on it. I know we should probably look at somebody based on how, you know, Bulaga's doing. I'm sure. not the, the you most would hope confident they would he's be. coming back. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know the, the somebody right tackle that uh is uh has more years under their belt, maybe. Yeah, there's That's um, a shitty answer. Sorry. I it's hard, man. I who's available to be traded? We don't know. Like we don't know if they've called and like, no, nah, he's not available. Um, I just did like or a is asking little too sim- much or something like right. that. Right. I just did a simple Google search and looked at like top guys that potentially are going to be traded, um, and positions of need. Um, it honestly, I think that a wide receiver move, if it's cheap enough, um, to be that little spark, like uh, a Deshaun Jackson, they are the Rams are supposed to, supposedly he's asked for to be moved and. He wants to go. They obviously need to recoup some kind of um, draft capital. Um, <laughs> but like uh, Bears, Allen Robinson would be pretty nasty. I think he um, just went somewhere, though. I think he just, sorry, I think he just went to Tampa Bay. I think he just Kevin has Tampa a Bay. feeling he went to Tampa Bay. I thought I saw something that he just, they no. Tampa Bay traded for him. But check that, but. And I don't well, think we're, so. I just, we're not in the business again, of fact checking here at Charger Chat. <laughs> wrong, wrong again. Certified fresh. <laughs> certified fresh. Beep, beep, beep. Right. Beep, beep, wrong I mean, again. Certified fresh. The names yeah, that people I, keep just, talking about are like, like 
Yeah. They talk about Akeem Hicks. Uh, Craig talks right. about Cooks, you know, trying to get yeah. Cooks over here, which I mean, hey, if it happens, that, that you know, that's that wide receiver that we're talking about as far as trying to get a, but additional. But yeah, you give up Mike Williams for that. I'd love to hear what his explanation is there, but I don't I don't see that that being a something that our, our team is willing to do. If we were willing yeah. to eat the money for him to be on our team at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I think we're ride or die with Mike Williams. Right. Can I tell you what I'm most looking forward to? Is yeah. Wednesday when we can stop speculating about who we're going to trade for? Because I am just worn out at this point. Like, right, absolutely. It's like worn when out. it's like the draft. It's like when we get to the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we're doing all the draft like pre episodes. Like, man, I don't know. Speculation so city. Confused. I don't know. But who there's I like want, an... who we need. Okay, at, at least at least in the draft, like you know, generally who is going to be available for the most part, especially if you're a high pick. Here, you're looking at guys that are under contract on other teams. Like, how am I supposed to know who's even available? Like. <laughs> We can speculate maybe this guy, because they don't have a great record, they want to move him. He's on the last year of his deal. They need to get something for him. Yeah. But like we don't we have no clue who's even available right now. Right. Yeah. Can go, I think the easiest thing to do is go off Telesco's track record. That's the easiest thing to do because that's the most likely thing that's gonna happen. And that's a bunch of nothing. <laughs> Top three trades, nada. Nada zilch <laughs> and nothing. Yeah. So I just don't think it's gonna happen. I really don't think we're gonna trade for anyone. Right. I just don't see it. Yeah, we're we're not the best speculators over here at Charger Chat, but Z the King one, thank you for asking the Thanks, question. Uh, moving on now to Fraser Hood, who asked the question. I sort of refreshed. After the last couple of weeks, do you think the top teams in the AFC have been overhyped, good but not great, or is everyone still finding their identity? First seed teams to set you up for a disappointing loss. AFC West has been bizarre. Like the fact that the Raiders are leading it right now and the Chiefs just barely beat the Giants. Sorry. Did they? This, uh, this just in. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah, they just kicked a field goal, won 2017 against the Giants. Mother. So I'm sure the Chiefs fans aren't that happy at right home. now. Yeah. Yeah, at home. Um, but yeah. So I it, I just think there's such a level playing field right now. Like no one is that, just that's dominant. The, that's it. Yeah. You know, there's not there's not the Patriots of old where they're, you know that they're going to be the team that's in the AFC Championship no matter what. That's mm-hmm, just there's yeah. not that team doesn't exist right now. There's all those perennial powerhouses like you you're like oh the Bengals are it because they beat the Ravens and then the Bengals go and dud. You know it's just like you just don't know who's who's what. Any week anyone could lose, anyone could win. There's no one dominant team. So don't don't get caught up on the hype train. Yeah, we even the Cardinals week, got will beat. probably be back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They, there's exactly. no undefeated team right now. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Fraser Hood. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Blonded Surfer, who asked the question. What? 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 I, I was surfing on a big kahuna of hype when suddenly the world went dark. I woke up on the shore with a mouthful of shit. There's <laughs> sand everywhere. That's what this loss feels like. The offense was like a coconut, round, thin, and hollow. The defense (laughs) did what they could to give us a chance to win. But when it was the offense's turn to hold the coconuts, they fumbled it every time. Was hoping the bye week was the week they'd use to shuffle things up. Hopefully by next weekend, we see a big difference. Filer to right tackle and... Hymas to left guard like the fan base has been suggesting? 
God, do we miss Ibushi like crazy or what? Special teams has improved zilch. At least Hopkins' kicks were perfect. Anyway, this next three-week stretch is going to be brutal. If I'm being realistic, I could see us losing all three, just as much as I could see us winning all three. Eagles, Steelers, and Vikings, while it may not be pretty, are solid teams. The ocean is definitely not calling my name this time. Okay, love you, bye. Man, he's got a cloud over him, man. Bruh. Bro, he's he's super not he's super calm, bro. Somebody get him some better coconuts, man. <laughs> yeah. His wow, coconuts are sour. So sad, man. Yeah. yeah. Man. Well, he's sad. He's he's, he's bummed out. Um yeah. I think that would be interesting if we actually see that kind of a move of Filer to right tackle and Hymus to left guard. Like cool. wow. Hymus is the first game he was actually activated. So it's like, all right, we're get you in there and just dirting. So yeah. I don't know. Well, my boy Sinio looked like a stud on Sunday, so sure. that might be option in play. I don't know, like I don't, I don't know. With, it'd be cool. To- <laughs> Kyle doesn't know. <laughs> we get you get the shoulder shrug. Yeah, um, it would be it would be good if we could see some like crazy big changes, like something like that, or like just a name pop again, up that we haven't seen. Feels like a desperation. It like, is. Pull, yeah, like, change something. Yeah, change something now. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. They'll hopefully get it all figured out. Blonded surfer, feel better, my dude. Uh, have yourself a mic tie or bro. something. Yeah, hang loose. Um, let's move it on now to Bobby Caldrone, who asked the question. Winning was so much more fun. I can't wait to win the next 10. Hey, hey, this team is still so good. So much fun and on the rise. Not worried a bit. Super Bowl incoming, bolt up and K love you, bye. Bobby. Man, such a different response. I love it. I love <laughs> it you're Bobby. being you're out shamelessly positing, positiving us right now, Bobby. That's and good. We appreciate it. The we, Chicago way. The Chicago way. Bobby Caldrone, thank you for on the rise, baby. That's right. On the rise, lifting our spirits. Hey, there's only one way we can go. Right, that's up at the moment. We can go up from what we just did. So let's go up. Let's hope so. Uh, thank you, Bobby, for lifting our spirits. Let's move it on now to Jay Rudy, who asked the question. La, 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 Chargers World. <laughs> la, 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 Chargers World. We hate the Patriots. Bill Belichick, too. They like to cheat, and they smell like poo. <laughs> la, 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 Chargers song. La 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 Chargers song We fing hate them they can suck our dogs La 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 them hoes La 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 almost song Thanks everybody for listening to my song Oh and Bill Belichick can fuck off I better never catch him on Sesame Street K love you bye Oh. <laughs> <laughs> watching, uh, watching, t- watching Thor <laughs> do Elmo. <laughs> Who wants oh a T-shirt? Yeah. Jay Rudy, raise your Jay Rudy, dumb. Jay Rudy, hand oh, down. One of the T-shirts. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Never really tried to do an Elmo, but there it was. It just, that was it, really good. I just dude. called it up. Yeah. I just called it up and he came. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jay Rudy, for making us laugh. We are on the list for sure. Um, <laughs> Jar, that was funny. <laughs> all right. Well, now let's let's go out of Ask Bolt Fam with uh, Josh Albrechtson, aka Go LA Bolts. Who asked the question? So my son turns two on January 13th. My wife wants to have the birthday party the weekend of January 15th in pop because the party equipment she wants to rent is only free that weekend. The problem is that is also the weekend that the Chargers could probably be hosting a home playoff game. The first one in years. How do I convince my wife that we should have the birthday party on January 9th and come up with a different theme than the one she wants? She keeps saying that my son will only have one two-year-old birthday party <laughs> and it should be perfect. But I keep telling her we are having a second son so the next two-year party can be perfect. <laughs> what can I do to convince her she is wrong? Any ideas will help. Jay, love you. Bye. You know what sounds like the best birthday to me? Going to the playoff game, right? Just Amen. take your son and your the wife most to memorable the game. one for any two year old. Yeah, totally. don't you remember when you were two and you went to the first playoff game in years? At halftime, you right. crapped your pants and wanted to go yeah. home. You were doing this the whole time. <laughs> like dad, you don't remember yelling, that? I started crying. I, the whole thing. <laughs> That's a good question. In my current scenario situation, oh, I would just have to just steal the child and go. Because I'd get in a lot of trouble if I was just like, no, sorry, honey. No, this isn't going to happen. We're going to the charge playoff game. So, but in charge playoff game. Ask so for forgiveness afterwards. Like, just do forgiveness, it. Forgiveness, no. not permission. <laughs> there you go. I have, I have a feeling that the Charger fan base will support you. If you started some kind of a GoFundMe to pay Ooh, for the rental there you go. on another weekend, oh. I think we can make it happen. There at you Jim go. Mills. Don't forget to at Jim yeah, Mills. At Jim Mills. Get there you go. Rolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think Bolt Fam might might be there to help you out and support you. I mean, you're not married to Bolt Fam, so you've got a you've got a wife that you'll have to deal with after the fact. But hey, might might be able hey, to make it work. And I'm not sure what kind of equipment you're talking about, but it, I'm sure they would absolutely welcome a bouncy house at Thunder Alley. Like that could oh, be really yeah. fun. Oh, Some drunken yeah. Charger fans jumping around <laughs> with a two-year-old. That'd be perfect. Right? What's, what's perfect? <laughs> what could go wrong? What could possibly what? go wrong? What could go wrong? Well, there I'm you going go. To, if you get a bouncy house, I'm going. I'm going to that game for sure. <laughs> there you go, Josh Albrexon. Thank you for asking the question. Thanks, and thank dude. you all, uh, Ask Bolt fam, for making us laugh after that game. And uh, boy, uh, for those that had songs, I'm sorry. I'd, so good. I didn't grow up with the Elmo, Elmo song gold. and uh, I didn't grow I, I'm up gonna, with the I think turnaround we gotta call, song. We got to call the fight, dude. I'm going to have to go J. Rudy, Elmo, la, la, yeah, la, la, w. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. The t-shirt winner this Shirt's week. coming your way. <clears throat> Everyone you else, awesome. Brought the happiness, brought the comedy, but la, 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 Elmo's world. There you go. That was really funny. J. Rudy, congrats, soon. my friend. Um, all right, folks. Well, before we get out of this episode, we got to make some bolt predictions of the next game chargers against the Philadelphia Eagles at Philadelphia. And uh, as we've mentioned, Philadelphia just came off of a big spanking uh, over the weekend. Who did they play? I can't remember. 
the lions oh well jesus yeah wow. like <laughs> yeah Meow. i felt so bad for the lions on that game the, the guys just that's just a bad team it's so bad they're struggling really I feel hard. bad for that coach too he's just like walking around on the sideline just looking to bite sad. a kneecap yeah, yeah. Like, somebody yeah. get me a kneecap quick um get him one all right so bolt predictions who's got one kevin i'll, I'll go first uh i think I think we got to warm back up to this. I, we should last two weeks ago. I would say we blow this team out, but I think we win 28, 21 Herbert throws gets back on track throws three TDs and for over 300 yards. Nice. We can get I'm going to double that. down, I'm doubling down 38, 13 W just come back. I love it. We have, just a, we allowed, we allowed zero punt return yards. Whoa. Zero. Whoa. And we have a blocked punt. Whoa. Big special teams day. Big wow. special here teams day. I like it. Wow. Bolt. Bolt. Very bold. That is I'm, very that's what bold. we're here for. We're not here Get to behind it. Get it right. Come on. Let's have fun. I'm going to turn That's going right to be sweet. Just hang time, baby. Get it up there <laughs> kick long. It, kick it out of bounds. Just kick it out uh, of bounds. <laughs> I'm going to say 24-10. And I'm going to say... Uh, Jalen Hurts gets zero touchdowns. Ooh. I like that. I like that. The the call on the team, the other team. I like that. This is a new new direction. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking I can get behind this. Defense holds Jalen Hurts to zero touchdowns. Okay. So there like you go. It. So folks. they're just gonna run all over us, essentially. <laughs> well, they might. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the game plan. To ten, <laughs> my prediction is at least ten points. They might get ten points worth of running on us, but other than that. No, okay. no more. So there you that. go, folks. There is the episode 124 in the books. Done deal. Thank you, folks, for sticking around with us. Uh, hopefully we made you laugh and not uh, not cry so much. Wipe those tears away. There's still a game this Sunday. Any Sunday, folks, who knows what could happen. But uh, we'll see you on Sunday. And uh, don't forget to bolt up, folks, because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. La, 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 la. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> I sing it the whole. I sing it the whole episode. Okay, uh, love you. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. La 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 la. Chocolate wax. La 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 la. Raisin sack. Hey kids, are you a big baby? Does chocolate hurt your tummy, wummy? <laughs> then send your chocolate to me, Elmo. I'll take care of all that extra chocolate for you. But don't send any raisins, or I'll sneak into your room and I can cut your f***ing throat. Yay! La 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 la, la 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 la, chocolate's great. La 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 la, la 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 la, watch your back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.